Hey, this is Walt Flanagan, and you are listening to Jay and Silent Bob Minutes coverage of Mall Rats. Tell them, Jeff and Chris. Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mall Rats one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 103, which is quite possibly the greatest uncomfortable proposition minute of all time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. Oh, and I'm Niall McGowan from Bat Minute. I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, I mean, I just hear it. As soon as. I'm waiting for you guys to start talking about your show now. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Uh, yeah, uh, well, th- thanks for having me, guys. Like, I'm in here. The always happy to to to, to talk about anything. Frankly, <laughs> like, well, I figured uh, you were coming from. Uh, well, what I've currently been listening to on your show. This has been the uh, the last thing I've listened to was the Penguin and Catwoman me- meeting up for the first time. Oh yeah, which oh, is super, super super crazy and insane. I didn't realize how insane until listening to you guys cover it minute by minute. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, even talking to things like even in like the original script, there's crazier things still, like the Penguin's dildo umbrella and stuff like that. Just, <laughs> oh. I think that was the I, week that we were just like because we're always trying to be like, no, we try to be PG and you know bleep out swear words and stuff. And then that week was just like, there's no way around this. You can't. You can't. <laughs> it was just pretty much like, just don't play this in front of your children this this week. It's, it's funny <laughs> because something like a dildo umbrella is the type of shit I would expect to show up in a Kevin Smith movie right. of someone <laughs> pretending to be the Penguin. Like, look, look what I got. <laughs> I don't wonder that because that, that's very, very true. But then I do know from listening to Kevin Smith and Mark Menard's commentary of Batman Returns that he, he has very little regard for that movie. But I wonder if you pitched to him, you know, there was supposed to be a, a, a dildo umbrella. What was what would his reaction to that be? Would he be like, "Oh, that's awesome," or he be like, "That's not fucking Batman." It's like, I think his problem is the comic. The comic geek in him is too strong for some of these movies, especially yeah. the Batman ones. Yeah, yeah, that's weird though, considering like let's say he was a bit more kind to the the original one, but like there's a lot of. In this movie in particular, I'm sure you guys have talked about this, Batman all over the fucking thing. And very specifically, Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, yeah. So, so it's, well, it's, I think it's, he – it's it's one of those – he's in between because it's like we all did when Burton's Batman came out. It was like, this changed everything. It's the darkest interpretation you'll ever see. Hmm. And then now you see them now and you go back and you're like, maybe it's not as dark as I thought. Yeah. And it's it, – it feels way more Burton-y now when I go back and watch them. I'm like, oh, I smell Tim Burton all over these movies. Oh, that's 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 why I, I kind of love them now because I know, you know it's it, prime Burton. That was back when he was. Oh yeah, I was yeah, watching yeah. all his stuff. Yeah, that's back when it's like Burton was like a seal of quality, basically. But I think it's more now because we, you know, we're used to. Uh, I think I've mentioned this all on the show. Like nowadays, we are used to like um, you know, why you get good mo- like superhero movies. Like you have your like your Marvel movies, but they're all quite like homogenized in terms of like there's, there's very there's a formula to them that's kind of why like looking at Captain Marvel coming out and the trailers are very like yeah it just looks like every other you know Marvel origin movie I'm sure it's good but it'll just be yeah whatever but then going to like Batman Returns it's like this is a fucking crazy movie like this is just <laughs> so weird that you can't imagine anyone to been like coming into Marvel and been like so the villain's main plan is like well the villain's a deformed penguin man and his main <laughs> scheme at the end is that he's going to lure little children into toxic waste via an umbrella with little toys on it. Like, yeah. that's, the, that's the climax of the movie. That's his main scheme <laughs> yeah. at the end. And so what you happens when that doesn't work? Like, yeah. <laughs> he then has penguins that shoot rockets. Yeah. yeah. Get out of my office right now. <laughs> he shows up to abduct friggin' Chris Walken's son 
and a, and, a, and a giant rubber duck, and he's got little penguins with rockets as his muscle behind him and stuff. And that's just it's just in the movie. You're like, yeah, that's why would you question that? Of course, that's in the movie. Whereas nowadays, that would be like it, people thought fucking Rocket Raccoon was weird when he first showed up. It's like, look what was happening back in the early nineties, for Christ's sake. But anyway, regardless. All right. Now, uh, yeah, we'll go from one different set of craziness to another. Uh, minute uh, – what the hell are we doing? Minute 105 here starts with uh, – 103, Jim. 103. I was close, though. I was I was in the right set at least. <laughs> at least in the right week. Yeah, you were in yeah. the right What week. was the one? I was off by like 20 minutes one time. That was good. <laughs> I'm like, we're, uh, we're doing clerks minute 46. Like, you have your old notes. <laughs> so minute 103 is beginning to be in with uh, Gil not hating gay people and, oh, and yeah. with Gil in despair. It's a, another minute of my favorite pastime, shitting on Gil Hicks. <laughs> I do have to ask, though, have you guys covered, is this, like, a look that Brian O'Halloran was told to have? Or is this him, like, oh, I'm a movie star now, so I'm going to get, I'm going to grow my hair out and look kind of cool and stuff, where he thought he was pulling this off? Because look, you look at this now, it's like, dude, what are you doing? You, like, this yeah, is not the, the, the hair grown out, I don't know anything about. I know when he showed up for Clerks originally, when he... When he auditioned for Clerks, he had the, the Clerks look. Mm. He had the, the goatee. And then when he came back to shoot for the first night, he was clean shaven like this. And Kevin's like, no, 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 no. You, <laughs> oh, need, to, yeah. you need to grow that back. So was, if you can watch Clerks at the beginning, his goatee gets a little thicker as the movie goes on because <laughs> it starts <laughs> okay. growing back in. I think they were like, Brian, we need you to look like a huge douchebag. Right. What is the douchiest look you can go with? And he's like, well, I can – you know, grow my hair long and kind of put it back like in a little flowy looking thing here. <laughs> and it's just a terrible look and I love it. Uh, so I, I was just under the impression that he might have been still riding the high from Clerk. So he's like, yeah, I'm a movie star now. I'm going to get my, my, my Patrick Swayze-esque kind of cool long hair going. I think, yeah, I'm going to be like a, I'm going to be in the front cover of Vogue and all this shit. Yeah. Just, you, just you wait and see. And There's like, a oh, dude, you ain't there is a right. select few people that can pull off this hairdo, and I think Patrick Swayze and what Kurt Russell maybe, yeah. and like that might be the end of that line. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not them, you're gonna look like this guy. Yeah, yeah. With the oh no, it's an it's an unfortunate like you know not to insult the guy because I, I do like Brian Harlan, but this is like it's no nah, man. You should. Uh, yeah, it's not good. It's, it doesn't. Look yeah, good. It, it was never good. <laughs> I'm hoping it was intentional because if they're intentionally trying to make him look like this. It's beautiful. Yeah, it worked. It definitely worked. <laughs> and he is uh, unfortunately going mano a mano in a, in a, a quip contest against someone he's not matched up with. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the equivalent of – this is Batman v. Calendar Man right here. This is not good. <laughs> he walks him right into sounding like a homophobe. <laughs> right. I think it's – and you guys, you, this is the thing you're going to be plagued with throughout like your entire podcast basically is the now – like kind of dated, you know, gay jokes in a lot yeah. of Kevin Smith stuff, and you always are this kind of like, well, you know, is it homophobic? I don't think Kevin Smith himself is was ever homophobic, but it's just the fact that he's laying out all these jokes. It gets worse and worse when you get like Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, where it's just like every ten <laughs> seconds and stuff. But there <laughs> is always time, a kind of consideration, that, like particularly now, where you're like, is it all right? Because this is like I see, I see the joke here. Right. But it's like I don't know if it's still is it still okay to laugh at this or is this like nah man because it, it, it's it's preying on the concept of gay panic and stuff yeah which I yeah. guess you could say it's like well it's Brody having one up on him kind of kind of taking the piss out of Gil basically but at the same time I'm like I don't know I'm I'm I'm, I'm 
feel like I'm backed into a corner. Like, I'm not too sure if this is okay to laugh at or not. Yeah. I feel like then it's okay. Like, this could be done in public. Like, you could make that joke oh, yeah. in public and get away with it. Yeah. Where now I think it's more confined to, oh, you can still make that joke when you're at a party with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Even if your friends are gay, you can make the joke. It's even funnier then. <laughs> I feel like it. I know this having done it. Mm. <laughs> Let's think How about, it's, it's, remember we used to do at work, Chris? I do remember this. Yeah. We, we had a gay guy at work, and we'd go up to him, like the new Maxim magazine would come out. We'd walk up to him and be like, yo, uh, nothing? Like we'd hold up like the, the girl in the middle, and then he'd come over to us with like, you know, whatever. Oh, what was it? The uh, swimsuit catalog would come out yeah. with all the guys in it with the Speedos yeah. on. And he'd come over. And he'd be like, here you go, guys. Check this out. Look at this. <laughs> the funniest thing I ever heard him say was he told me one time that the last time he was ever in a woman was when he ven- visited the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> 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 so I, I think the problem is we're in a weird spot now. We're between when it was okay to like make that joke, but we're not quite cool enough yet to have jokes of that equivalency right. made. Yeah. And we're now – and if you have to do – the problem is if you have to do the look around, the joke's not okay. And the yeah. 15-year-old boy in me still wants to laugh at it though. I got to tell you that. I, and something is gone. Like some things yeah. have left. Like yeah. as we say in – they say in Clerks – Jay says it a couple times. He calls people faggots a couple times. Right. Like yeah, that's gone. Like there, you can't – you can't undo that one. That one doesn't work anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> except as someone talking about it on a podcast saying this was said in this way and this yeah. old show. Like, I'd be hard pressed to see you work that into somewhere. Mm. And it's not that that's not funny anymore. That was one of those things that, like, hey, listen, I'm, not, I'm gonna be honest. When I was their age, I grew up in the same place Kevin did. Oh my god! Like we, everybody, it's you called each other constantly. It was nonstop. Yeah, I was calling people that before I knew what it meant. Yeah, years before I Absolutely. knew what it meant. <laughs> and then finally, you like you put it together. You're like that. Wait a minute. That that's what that means. And then <laughs> <Whoa>. like, <laughs> and my and my parents' theory on that was always like, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> like so. It's like <laughs> I think it's one of those things too. Because you see so many like very high profile comedians now too, or like. Who are like very you know on the left and stuff, but if you go back through their old material, they're dropping stuff like like oh, Sarah yeah. Silverman in particular. She's like, oh yeah, a lot of stuff back then. It's like, you know, I think she herself has admitted like, oh no, I don't say that anymore now though. Yeah, Eddie Murphy did like, like uh, a half hour on it. Oh, Eddie Murphy <laughs> yeah. stuff does not age yeah. well. <laughs> it's it's a shame because it's still funny, but it doesn't yeah. age well at all. <laughs> His problem was he fell into the cracks of he was talking about uh, AIDS yeah. right at the beginning. Before anybody knew anything, so he sounds like a complete moron. Oh, yeah, it's like, what are you talking about? He's talking about bringing AIDS home on your lips and giving it to your wife. <laughs> I do know that, he, they, like, over in the UK, like one of the the most um, very outspoken, very like very lefty, you know, pr- pr- uh, intensely feminist uh, comedians to have is Josie Long, and like you know, she's really really great. But they're still like, I like I do wonder, like if I, if I ever met her, I'd always be kind of like. You remember when you said this one joke, though, way back in, like, 10 years ago? <laughs> don't, don't you think... Why would you... Even 10 years ago, that wasn't okay to say yeah. it. But you can imagine now, I, I was like, no, no, just... I care a lot more about it now to not say I it. I think the people that get in trouble are the ones that try to stick to it and be like, nope, that's just the way it is. That's the way. Yeah. People that are like, yeah, that was okay when I said it in 1995. Yeah, yeah. And now it's 2018 and the world moved on. Although, I'll stick by it. It, it may have been funny then. It might have been within the cultural norm. Like, I wasn't on the outside. Mm. But speaking of cultural norms and things that were not part of it and should not have been part of it, let's move on to the J section here where Trish shows up. <laughs> oh, God. Do we have to? <laughs> thing, like, out of the frying pan into the fire with yeah, yes. controversial subjects. Yeah, yes. Uh, Niall, welcome along. You are now another one of our guest co-hosts who are part of the pedophilia problem in this movie. Oh, man. That's because Trish, thankfully, the, it, I think the actress was 20. Mm. <laughs> but uh, she's portrayed as 15 and yeah. things are going to go downhill from here. What that? That's, it's, 
there's a lot of... So where do you begin in this? And I know you guys have already been, you know, waist deep in this <laughs> in this <laughs> subject. But it's just the fact that, like, um, not to jump too far ahead, because obviously, yeah, like, you know, Jay gives her the, the VHS, and then she goes to uh, work her magic on yeah. the, you know, the head of security. And it's like... It's the fact that he's so instantaneously like, "Yep, I'm into this." Like it's yeah, it's oh, not yeah. as and, and it's even weirder to say though. But it's like it's not as if she's like a, an amazing bombshell looker either. She just is a a woman. That's all. She doesn't strike you as being like, "Oh yeah, no man could resist her charms." It, so the fact that it's just like yeah, apparently the men of New Jersey in the mid '90s would just drop their pants for any young woman who would come their way is that what they're trying to say like it's, it's <laughs> which uh for one probably not untrue but two um uh we have a lot of uh, our state laws are in many ways stricter than most in the states so our age of consent is 16 yeah yeah but that's if you're over 18 it's automatically illegal it's statutory rape no matter what mm. uh the only thing they can get you out of it is they have a thing called the romeo and juliet law which is like if you're both 14 it's not statutory rape because the same age mm. but uh yeah pretty much everybody in her books going to jail oh yeah but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so dude, i'm sure you guys have mentioned too because i'm like looking into uh, renee humphreys and it's like the one bit of trivia on her imdb was that jennifer love hewitt was supposed to play this well was up for this part and then she got passed over and um the thing is though like i can kind of imagine jennifer love hewitt almost fitting the part more because it's kind of like well she you know as like you know, a very cute, very like, very you know upfront cute actress. Like even now as a full grown adult and stuff. So I could see like oh, this, oh, it's so weird to kind of have to talk but, about things like. Yeah, that. but I'm not even sure what they're trying to do with her because they're not they're not trying to make her look older. Not they no. did the opposite. They tried to make her look younger. Mm. Like they put she's in like a Catholic schoolgirl skirt. She has the um what are those things called the white and black shoes the uh. The oh, saddle God. shoes. Saddle shoes. Yeah. She has saddle shoes on her hairs and like pigtails. They tried to make her look younger. It wasn't like they tried to do the opposite where like you make a woman try to make her look older. And then when she announces her age, it's like the big reveal. Like, oh, my God. It's yeah. the Animal House thing where the girl says she's 14 or 13 or whatever it is. Mm. And you're supposed to be like, oh, holy crap. <laughs> Not like, but like, um, well, was it like a matchstick men with Nicolas Cage? Yes, when out, he has like, his Alice, daughter. Yeah, Alison Lohman, and you're told the whole movie she's 13, and then at the end you find out, like, she, oh, no, she's supposed to be an adult, and they try to dress her up to look older, and you're like, there's no way that's going to work, because, you know, <laughs> she looks way, way too young. And then you looked it up, and it's like, no, Alison Lohman was like 26 at the time. It's oh, like, wow. what? Yeah. That, that's crazy. How the hell does that work out? But, like, no, the, the thing is with Trish, to me, is, like, she doesn't look 15 either. She just looks, even if they try to make her look younger, she's still... The fact that they say she's 15. And then the way, the even more troubling thing is that she seems to have been at this, like, a while. Like, she's very, very experienced. So it's like, you, it's just like well, when did she start? Like, when, how long has this been going on for? And, <laughs> and how, long book was she do, how long was she doing things like that before she even thought about doing the book and stuff? It's like, this is, it boggles the mind. This oh, is yeah, one of those things now that, like, this is, yeah, oh, yeah. If you bring this script in now... You bring the script in now, this part comes back just crossed out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, nope. No way. Yeah, listen. Get rid of this. Listen, we may allow you to have, like, the occasional off-color gay joke in there. Um, hell no with the pedophilia. Are you crazy? Like, you can't do this. No. Yeah. And it's not even, like, I guess there's some way you could put an underage character in there, but you're doing it to make somebody look stupid. 
like that's the only way you can get away with it is mm. to like someone hits on her, finds out. But as soon as they find out, it's over. Like they got to be like, whoa, no, whoa, oh my god, I'm sorry. And in this one, it's the exact opposite. People okay. find out, and they're just like, oh. only the only person who was upset was TS. Right. They find TS out. was the only one that was like, holy shit, like, what are you doing? <laughs> they find out, and they're actively pursuing her to get in their book. Some, some oh, yeah. Guys. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, yeah, like Brody, the guy who we're supposed to love. Yeah. yeah. Is just like, so how do I get in your book? <laughs> uh, but no, that's, that's the thing is, that just seems like such a Brody response, though. It's like, well, of course he would say that. Even yeah, if right. he. So- I'll steer us out of this dark corner here for yes, a little bit. To go to, so this part of the scene we're watching right now was not in the theatrical cut. The whole oh. thing where he, she hands him the videotape in the theatrical cut, and that's it. So and he doesn't you, go to punch her because I really like that. No, he doesn't go to punch her. <laughs> he doesn't say, you don't see LaFours at all. Oh, they don't look okay. up at LaFours. Uh, the whole shake, oh, it's my boy, Silent Bob. That whole part's gone. Mm. They erased. They took all that out, which was good because uh, later on when we get to another part – they also took the other part out. So this was... Yeah, maybe that's why. Because it, Yeah, it was a good pull. I mean... That second part looks pretty creepy. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> we get away from Jay and Renee Humphreys, who, for the, as much as I dislike what's going on, at least they're carrying the scene. Now I gotta yeah. go back, and it's Jeremy London time. <laughs> oh, thank God. I'm, just, I'm so relieved to hear the utter disdain in your voice there, because I was just like, this. how did this guy ever get anything? Like, And I feel bad, too, because... Like, I'm still kind of partially convinced there's like a, a someone's been pulling a joke on IMDb and Wikipedia for years where they keep switching the names Jason and Jeremy London <laughs> <laughs> because I can never tell which one it is and every time I think I remember I look it up and no no it's the other one I was like I'm yeah. pretty sure Jeremy London was the star of Days and Confused like no it was Jason London it's like yeah are you sure no, that's the <laughs> old, that's the only two movies I'm sure about I know Jeremy London was in Mallrats and Jason London was in Days Confused yeah I have no idea who was in any of their other movies <laughs> I don't I don't know too many of their other movies anyway so yeah. i'm not 100 percent sure that there's two people that's, that's a possibility that's one guy <laughs> i feel rough as well in that like it, you know the the, the much ballyhooed uh mall rats tv project they're trying to get going and it'd be one of those things it's like i would i think the world would have forgiven kevin smith if he just hadn't contacted like jeremy Hunton <laughs> and people are like well he's the star of the movie he's like yeah but like nobody wants him we could do or you do something like uh yeah right before this thing took place he was in a horrific car crash so he's in a full body cast <laughs> so like every time they go in it's just like that comical body cast Which and you can't talk or anything yeah you can just go woo, 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 through the mouth <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's we we've talked about it um jeremy london and claire forlani do not cannot pull their weight in this movie uh-uh. uh, do you, so do you, have you guys had on um the uh the mission impossible guys yet or yeah we had jonathan on because like i guessed it on their show just the other week and like, apropos of nothing, they started going into a rant about Claire Filani without it even been related to the movie. He, he was probably just on our show recently. Yeah, yeah. he might have just left our guest spot. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I think it might have been the closest thing. It was like, oh, she's married to Do Gray Scott. But then when I mentioned that, they were like, what, really? Oh, I had no idea. So like, oh, so you were just ranting about Claire Filani for no reason. <laughs> yeah, she's not, she's not great. No, and- no. The problem is, it's bad enough if you have a scene with like Jeremy London and he's with Jason Lee. Jason Lee carries him, or oh, when yeah. he's with Rooker, Rooker carries him. But whenever they got to act together, whew, we've had some rough scenes. That was always one of these things too, and it might be like quite a. I'm sure you know it would probably rub the purists the wrong way, but uh, I've always kind of thought like you know the, he's been trying to get you know Clerks three on the go for a while, and then it's obviously this, oh this actor won't uh, cooperate, and it's obviously Jeff Anderson. But it's kind of like, 
you know you could just cast Jason Lee as Randall, and it'd right. be probably better because <laughs> he's he is essentially playing the Randall part here. Or make but that's like, See, the problem with that actor. is the problem with that is most directors would do that. Kevin's just too nice of a guy to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's just that's, he would think about that after all the Weinstein stuff broke out. Everybody said, "Oh, I feel bad about it. I feel bad about it." He was the only one that did something, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He diverted all that money coming from those movies into charities. I right. didn't see anybody else doing that. <laughs> I was kind of baffled by that too, because I was like, like you know, not because like, why did he do that? I was like, I understand why he did it, but like, I was kind of of the mind that like most of Kevin Smith's income must be coming from like the great movies he made back in the day, <laughs> like royalties and stuff like that. Where I now think he makes like, quite a bit off of his little podcasting empire. I think now. so too. Is that, is that like he does a lot of live shows, yeah. and if live, I assume live shows are where his money is now. Yeah, oh, presumably so, because he's still like I saw the other day um, recommended YouTube video popped up of him talking about like men's health and stuff because obviously now he's like he's fit and stuff these days but uh yeah i was just showing around the house and stuff like oh he's got a he's got a nice fucking house he's like this guy is making money and stuff so i kind of think like oh if he can if he has you know the sort of uh the ability to divert all the money from his previous like his biggest and best movies towards you know better causes and stuff and still be like no i'm still living quite comfortably <laughs> it's like oh he's doing pretty damn well for himself yeah. i also never he never he never strikes you as the type of guy that like he doesn't have a fancy car he's not throwing money away you know no, he's just no. like no i mean i buy like what i like like my dvds and my weird trinkets and stuff but he's not like nicholas cage buying Ash- action comics number one no right. no I can imagine him, like, you know, been buddies with Johnny Depp and stuff, and then hearing about that, like, was a 52 grand a month wine habit he had or something. <laughs> <laughs> what? Meanwhile, he was buying milk. <laughs> he does mention that. So I think he said he drank, like, two gallons of milk a day. Yeah. I don't think that's even possible. Jeez. <laughs> it makes me sick hearing it. I know. Yeah. Isn't he, like, vegan now? Complete vegan now? Yeah, now he's complete vegan. Yeah. He doesn't drink any of that stuff anymore. I don't know how. I would die if I was complete yeah. vegan. I don't know how he, he does it, because he's talked about how he didn't eat anything at one time. <laughs> All right, you know? Chris. Chris, I got a question for you. Uh-oh, here we go. Would you like to participate in a, uh, in a what the hell does she call it? Psychobehavioral research? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> First of all, if somebody approached you at a mall, even a, like a pretty young girl came up and said that to you, wouldn't you be like, get away from me? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when they come up so to wait. me with the clipboards and ask me if I want to take a survey, I'm like, get the hell away from me. And I know yeah. they work for the mall. <laughs> I think I, I, maybe it's, you know, um, maybe it says more about me as a person or whatever. But like, if, yeah, if, if, if a young woman came up to me like, and she was literally, because she comes in like pretty much like, like hips first like she's oh, really yeah. thrusting herself into him and then touching the arm and stuff and it's like hi would you like to do that? my immediate thing would be like is this a joke are you joking is there is there yeah. a camera you're looking here? for her friends <laughs> like, yeah, you, yeah you're gonna be expecting like yeah there's gonna be a group of people giggling around a corner and you'd be like no no especially now like i'm, I'm, I'm not as old as lafour's but like i'm old enough where her approaching me would be insane mm. so it's yeah they come up you're looking around you're like all right where where's the group of teenagers that are it's you're like chuckling somewhere how creepy is the sexy music that follows, too? It's like, oh, stop it. Stop it. Oh, right this is now. the creepiest scene in the movie. This yeah. was cut, by the way. This was not in a theatrical cut. Thank God. That was a good <laughs> idea. Because this is even worse than her talking about it. Because LaFour's is, what, 50? Oh, yeah. Every bit of it. Yeah. He goes, and he, he like, is on board with this. Oh, yeah. He, he tries to be smooth. He takes his hat off. He fixes his hair. Mm, that's a real strike of that thing of. Uh... You know, the common uh, internet parlance nowadays would just be like the milady move of like taking the <laughs> doffing the cap and stuff. And like, although I have to say, like, I'm sure you guys, again, you guys have probably talked about it, like, but the the boater hat he's decided to go with. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a look. Like, I'll give him that. Like, he's got a, yeah. a unique style to him. I remember yes. like about 10 years ago, 
they tried to bring in the boater hat. It's like this was a thing they were going to try to make like a fashion statement. The, oh, really? Yeah, trendy, trendy hipster kids going around with boater hats. And the thing oh, was you got to be careful of that. You get up a, uh, you get up in some of the richer sections of uh, you know, the Northeast where we live. You can only wear certain hats certain times of the year. I mean, there's rules to these things. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a boater hat out of season. Woo! You might have some guys in white pants coming to kick your ass. <laughs> uh, the U.S. though, like I've. Like, this is getting very off topic, but like I've never understood, um, I've only ever heard of it through like American TV shows and movies. But the whole thing of like you don't wear white after Labor Day. Listen, I got news for you. Nobody knows what that means. I was gonna say I've only heard that in movies too. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it's one of those things because it's it's like the friggin' it's like Gremlins was like oh yeah don't feed them after midnight like well, when, when can you feed them again? It's like don't wear white after Labor Day. Where, where, when can you wear white again? What, like a month later? And, and only I know I've heard it on a podcast. Like I've heard it on a podcast, like Stuff You Should Know or one of those, and they explained it. And there is an actual – it's one of those things that had a legitimate reason like 100 years ago. Now, the reason is long gone, and the only thing left is the saying. Yeah. <laughs> and no one and knows nobody why. knows what the saying is. Like, yeah. Nobody knows what that means. Mm. People, people like, would be hard-pressed to tell you what Labor Day is or what it's for. They're like, I don't know. I'm off, and kids go back to school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's either the beginning or the end of summer. It's one of them. <laughs> we don't even have it over here, so I just know it's like, oh, Labor Day is like, oh, it's that terrible movie with Josh Brolin and Kate Winslet, isn't it? Like, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then because particularly it was sticking the craw of people over here too, because then the posters for that were like Labor Day, but the the U was missing. So it's like, no, that's not even how you spell it, America. What are you doing? <laughs> well, don't you have the Labor Party? Yeah, there is. The, yeah, the, the uh, oh. Uh, the, one, the, the, the day of all days to bring up that it's like uh, you know it mightn't be relevant when this episode airs, but the Labour Party is hemorrhaging at the minute. It's a massive crisis. The whole UK government's completely. I don't know what you're talking about. Our political parties over here are just going fine. Things are <laughs> things are great. <laughs> this is a, it is a tumultuous time. Like we, you know, we always say in Batman, it's like we try not to talk about politics, but then we keep end up talking about politics because it's just like well you're living in a time where it's literally some crazy crap is happening every damn well, day and you're gonna one of us on this it. podcast is um legally not allowed to talk about it <laughs> oh oh fair enough fair enough <laughs> no i uh i follow the orders of my commander-in-chief that's what i do <laughs> i'm all good i don't care who's the top it doesn't matter i'm always getting screwed <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but anywho, uh, oh speaking of speaking of uh, craziness, uh, this is oh, at the very end. Does he call him Rush Limbaugh at the end of this? He does call him Rush Limbaugh, and he, yes. apparently oh. Gil doesn't like gays or fat people. Just so we know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that. It, like we're thirty years down the road almost, and or we're twenty some odd years down the road, and that, that joke still lands. People still know who Rush Limbaugh is. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, they, uh, not quite true because I think it must be a bigger deal in America. And then so it's like, oh, better Google who this Rush Limbaugh guy is. And then they literally had like Googled him. And then they had a little thing that said quotes. And his first quote attributed to Rush Limbaugh was, uh, feminism was established to allow unattractive women easier access to the mainstream. <laughs> and it was instantly like, oh, I get yeah, this. I, like, I, 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 I know who this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it now. Even if you don't know who that guy is, you know who that guy is. He used yeah. to refer to yeah. feminists as feminazis. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, th- you don't need anything beyond you. It's like, oh, my Googling's done. There's no need to. <laughs> well, that was it. That's like I didn't bother reading anything else. It's like, oh, no, I, I, I think I got this guy's number. <laughs> All I know is he has a talk show or he has like a radio show or whatever. Millions, millions of listeners. Oh, well. <laughs> of course. That's a- like, ah, that's perfect. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, a good way. Little- that's a good way to get down to the end of the minute with that blowhard. <laughs> uh, I do feel a little bad, though, as well. Like, and I was actually looking at him. And because of one thing, a, a, a thing, a line in Clerks that I always felt was a bit like, meh, was a, not that it was a bad line, but um, that it just wasn't 
it didn't ring true in watching the movie was when the Dante's talking to Rick Darris and he's talking about working out and stuff. And Brian Holland's like, what are you talking about? There's no fat in my body. And you kind of look at him and it's like, Brian, you're looking, you got a very baby fat face, dude. You're looking a bit chubby and stuff. <laughs> and even here, too, like, you know, talking about, oh, you know, do you hate fat people, too? And it's like, he does. If, if you were to strip down Brian O'Halloran right here, he might actually be a slim guy, but it's just because of the chin and the chubby cheeks. I'll keep thinking, I was like, oh, I always kind of regarded him as being slightly overweight himself, but maybe he's not. I've come now, like, looking back at him, and I'm like, oh, maybe I've, I've misjudged Brian O'Halloran all these years, <laughs> where I've been labeling him as like, oh, he's a, he's, he's a chubby fellow. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But just been like, oh, maybe, maybe I've been wrong this whole time. Maybe that- I think the thing that does him in in Clerks is he's with Jeff Anderson, who's like a rail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think also, too, because, like, I always assumed Dante in that movie was supposed to be, essentially, he's playing Kevin Smith, basically. You know, yes. Kevin Smith is yeah. in the movie, but he is essentially playing Kevin Smith. Probably why he wanted that goatee back on him and stuff. Uh, so then, because, like, well, Kevin Smith was quite, you know, an overweight individual up until recently. So I'll, maybe it's because I was like, well, he's supposed to be, he's going for a guy who looks like him. So maybe I was mixing that up all, all in my head as well, but... Uh, so, but maybe now looking at him here, it's like, no, well, you know, uh, maybe I should, uh, not that I was going around like with a placard <laughs> declaring <laughs> it or anything, but maybe I've misjudged uh, Brian O'Halloran's physical appearance for nigh on 20 odd years or whatever. But, uh, and then yeah, you, kept you, threw that tweet up, you threw that tweet up somewhere. You're like, I think I've misjudged Brian O'Halloran all these years. <laughs> Just be like, I've never said it to anybody. <laughs> I've never even th- thought of fit to mention to people. But now, now I, I had a thought in my head, and now I am letting the world know that I misjudged them. All right. Does anybody have anything else for this minute? Uh, we still got plenty of this game show to go. <laughs> yeah, no, I can hold it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Niall, why don't you uh, tell the fine people out there where they could find you in your podcast? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, um, I'm from Bat Minutes, uh, where we're doing what you guys are doing with uh, the Batman movies of you know 89 through 97. Um, can't go into the Dark Knight movies because there's already a different podcast doing them. Um, and so, yeah, we're in the middle of Batman Returns at the moment. And, uh, yeah, we're having a pretty good time up there, just delving deep into the, the seedy streets of Gotham and talking a lot about Danny DeVito these days. I know things about Danny DeVito now who I'm to repeatedly research him that no no man should ever need to know about him. <laughs> but, uh, it's uh, yeah, but you can find us, just Google Batman. It will pop up somewhere. And, yeah, we're on Facebook and uh, iTunes and all your podcatcher thingamajigs. I understand we've been submitted to Spotify as well, but uh, I think you have to wait. I thought it would be an instantaneous thing, but apparently John's told me, my co-host John, because uh, he does all the tech stuff. Uh, well, in terms of like publishing the episodes and things. Uh, and he's like, oh, no, you have to wait. So I was like, oh, so we may, we may be on Spotify by the time this airs. <laughs> Eventually. If you make the cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I'll let you know. I'll make sure to email every single person who's listening to this podcast right now to let them know if we're on Spotify. Like, today, right now. You're in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I need a way out of this. This, uh, <laughs> this, these plugs, guys. Chris, go, go. <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We did it, Clerks, and now we're uh, working our way through Mallrats. We're on DuelingGenre.com. We're on there with a bunch of other podcasts like Rocky Minute, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, Back to the Future Minute. You got anything else, Jeff? Uh, no. Uh, normally, I would do a, a line from the minute, but I refuse to do one from this minute because <laughs> everything is bad. So I'm gonna do one from uh, I'm gonna do one from Niles' movie instead. Just the pussy I was looking for.
<laughs> How did that get in the movie? <laughs> PG-13? <laughs> PG-13 movie! <laughs>